I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, January 26th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, we're talking about Stanley Cups. That's the hyper-trendy line of reusable travel mugs that have become so popular that they're now upstaging the actual Stanley Cup that we most know, the Hockey Championship Trophy. And these cups, they're wreaking retail chaos. This week, a Florida woman was arrested for thieving 65 Stanleys. That's worth about $4,450, and several Target employees in the U.S. claimed they were fired after their managers accused them of hiding the highly coveted limited edition Starbucks Stanleys so they could buy them. Now, all of this over water bottles that'll probably end up at Value Village or left behind at some gym in either two years, but even sooner for many, feels a lot like Stanley mugs are a more functional Beanie Baby, which I guess is an improvement on the Beanie Baby that you can actually use the Stanley mugs for something. But still, this all seems a bit crazy. And, and don't even think about replacing that Stanley mug with a Yeti. That would be a disaster. Anyways, Peak Pals, forget Stanley mugs. We've got a great episode for you today for our first story. The Trans Mountain Pipeline hits the home stretch for our second story. Canada adds India to election interference probe and our big picture. For our first story, after hitting more speed bumps than a driver in a school zone and going so over budget that it would make the Olympics blush, the completion of the Trans Mountain Oil Pipeline, the TMP, is near. After narrowly avoiding a crushing regulatory blow, the TMP will begin filling up with crude oil for the first time next month and is expected to start transporting oil in early April. By year's end, it will be running at full capacity. Now to catch you up, Initially proposed over a decade ago as a private endeavor, the expansion of a 1950s pipeline meant to connect an oil patch to a BC port faced so many setbacks that the feds had to step in and save the project by purchasing it for $4.5 billion back in 2018. Now, the project faced even more setbacks, from forest fires to difficult terrain to alleged plain old mismanagement, and the expected price tag has more than quintupled. The expected cost of completing the project shot up to $30.9 billion from the $7.4 billion estimation in 2018. When the project is finally up and running, the government plans to sell it, though it likely will offload it at a loss. And this all matters because the expansion may have been one of the most costly doggles, after, and it's one after another, but still, the pipeline could pay off. It was expected to nearly triple the pipeline's capacity and allow sweet Canadian crude to make its way to the West Coast which makes it easier to tap the lucrative Asian market. Global oil demand reached an all-time high last year, and now Canada is poised to become the world's production leader. In fact, oil prices shot up over the news. In its first two out full years of operation alone, the TMP stands to rake in $5 billion in profits by helping with more of this sweet black gold. But fossil fuels may be riding high right now, but the party could be over before the pipeline even pays for itself. In case we haven't written about it or spoken about it enough, the green transition is in full swing and oil demand is projected to peak, that's no pun intended, by the decade's end. For our second story, Canada's relationship with India is getting icier than a car windshield post-snowstorm. What's happening? For the first time, India has been publicly named as a potential foreign meddler in Canadian politics. Federal investigators now looking into the government's possible interference in the past two federal elections. This all according to Bloomberg. The commission in charge of the probe was formed back in September to investigate alleged interference by China and Russia in elections, but has now added India. 
To catch you up, tensions between the two countries boiled over back in September when the federal government publicly accused the Indian government of being involved in the killing of a Canadian Sikh separatist leader, allegations that Prime Minister Narendra Modi denied. India responded by temporarily suspending visas for Canadians, which has since been reversed, and forcing more than 40 Canadian diplomats to leave the country. This matters because adding Modi's government to an election interference probe could sour an already tense relationship with the world's fastest-growing economy, putting Canada in a tough spot as India's status as an economic and political powerhouse continues to climb. Now to zoom out, talks had been progressing on a free trade agreement between Canada and India before the accusations, but experts now say it's unlikely the deal will move forward anytime soon. And for our big picture, say goodbye to $9.99 Netflix. Netflix will end its basic subscription plan, its cheapest tier without advertisements in Canada, starting sometime next quarter. Canada will be one of the first places to see the classic $9.99 a month option go, and basic subscribers will be asked to switch tiers. Netflix stopped offering new signups for basic last year. News media cuts keep coming. Newsrooms across the US and UK have faced massive cuts this month. Just this week, Axel Springer cut Business Insider's workforce by 8%. Time laid off 15% of its unionized editorial staff, and the Los Angeles Times reduced its newsroom by 20%. Meanwhile, Forbes and the New York Daily News writers walked out in protest of cuts. Cheese derails Canada-UK trade talks. Britain paused talks on a new comprehensive free trade agreement with Canada. The sticking point? Canada's protectionist dairy policies, which limit how much foreign cheese comes into the country. The UK wants to gain more access, but the dairy farmers of Canada have lobbied to keep this off the table. The US economy beats expectations. Like a pubescent teen who is suddenly six inches taller, the US economy had a surprising growth spurt last quarter, growing by 3.3%. That's down 4.0% GDP growth the quarter before, but still high. With its economy growing and inflation falling, it looks like the US might actually achieve a soft landing. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. You've got a second. Why not follow this podcast on your app of choice? It's a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great day, Peak Pals. Peak Pals.